Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Monday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pagel. As the deadline for a potential government shutdown looms closer, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack is warning lawmakers on Capitol Hill that many critical USDA services could be at risk. Speaking at a White House press briefing today, Vilsack said one of the most concerning impacts from a government shutdown would be to the Women, Infants, and Children program, which provides nutrition funds for 7 million pregnant and new mothers and young children. That program expires, if you will, or stops immediately when the shutdown occurs. We have a contingency fund at USDA that might continue it for a day or two. Some states may have leftover WIC benefits that have not been spent, which could extend it for a week or so in that state. But the vast majority of WIC participants would see an immediate reduction and elimination of those benefits, which means the nutrition assistance that's provided would not be available. While WIC funding could dry up in some states in a matter of days, the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program has authorization to carry out its funding through the month of October. Vilsack adds it's not just nutrition programs that will be hit hard, but also farm families that rely on marketing assistance loans. Uh, now is a time when farmers are harvesting their crops and they're seeking marketing loans, uh, which allow them and assist them in uh, ensuring that they get a decent price for their crop. Uh, when we have a shutdown, uh, farm service agency offices in virtually every county of this country shut down, and those loans are, are not available. Vilsack estimated 50,000 USDA employees would be furloughed if the government shuts down. Jackie Facca has more details of a possible government shutdown in her coverage on agripulse.com. As the Environmental Protection Agency works toward finalizing pesticide requirements to comply with the Endangered Species Act, it says it is taking into account the challenges farmers and landowners will have to overcome. Rod Snyder is EPA's Senior Advisor for Agriculture. Speaking at AgriPulse's Ag Outlook Forum in Kansas City, Snyder says the agency has heard from farm groups about making pesticide mitigation requirements feasible for producers to implement. Either they're not fit for purpose for certain production systems or uh, perhaps the right types of practices are not uh, allowable under the program or perhaps the, the species range information of where the threatened or listed species is located is not well refined. In other words, uh, we have to work with Fish and Wildlife Service to determine what are the maps for where these species actually occur and that they need to be tightened. All of those are fair comments, and um, it's one of the reasons we extended the comment period on the herbicide strategy was to, be, to try to get more of this feedback in. Snyder says the agency is working on helping farmers make their ESA requirements. We want to have as minimal of an impact on the average farmer as possible. We don't want to create widespread impacts to, to farmers across the country. But we do have uh, an obligation to, to meet the Endangered Species Act requirements um, and also try to help farmers meet, the, meet their obligations as well. That's what we're trying to drive towards. Finally today, an ag industry leader says he's not going to give up hope that a farm bill could be passed this year, but that the main concern is keeping farm bill policy unified. NASDA CEO Ted McKinney spoke on this week's AgriPulse Open Mic. When discussing the politics around passing a new farm bill, McKinney says it is vital to keeping the farm and nutrition safety nets of a farm bill tied together. Though some call it a holy alliance and some call it an unholy alliance, it allows both sides to come together. And let's not forget, 
Most people think the 2018 and the 2014 farm bills were really good and appropriate times. So you can come out with wins despite these dichotomies. So that's the first thing that we think we've got to do. The wild card is... You can hear more thoughts from McKinney and his frustrations with the Biden EPA over its development of a new definition of WOTUS in his open mic interview on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peigel.